This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Of course dogs remember. Why do you think they are reminding you when it's time to eat? Why do they put their butts to the ground every time you say sit, especially if you have a treat? And how do they know that you are you if they don't remember stuff? Your life would be like 51st dates or Groundhog Day if they didn't remember those things. But do they remember the same way we do? We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's brain so that you can better communicate. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of forgetful people, behaviorist to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, a dog lover. I keep forgetting what day these things are supposed to go out. And thanks to Eric, I don't have to. A new episode every week. You would think it would be easy for me to remember, right? And yet here I am, again, waiting until the last minute to record, and very grateful to the people that keep me on track. You've heard the saying, if my head wasn't attached, I'd forget that too. It's mostly said when you've had to turn back home because your purse, wallet, or phone is still on the counter. Been there, done that. But if dogs can remember things, can they forget as well? I don't think it's the same, but I've feel like there's something I'm not sure that needs to happen before I can talk much more about it. Do you love what you hear in all of these podcasts? Does what Benny say just make sense to you? Well, if you want a more in-depth understanding of what it means when we say demystify your dog's behavior, then you need to go to amazon.com and get Benny's book, Family Dog Fusion. Yes, we named the book after the website because we wanted things to be simple to remember. And most of all, we really want to fuse your dog into your family. In these few pages, Benny has decoded dog behavior. He's found a way to make what he has learned over the past 20 years of his life make sense when it comes to communicating with your dog. Also, the great thing about this book is you can mark up the pages, highlight the important stuff, bend the heck out of the spine even if you want to. It's yours. So we suggest to do all those things and then give it away and buy a new book when that happens. Family Dog Fusion on Amazon.com. Get your copy today. I was listening to this podcast about this subject not too long ago. And I'm not going to refer to that particular podcast I was listening to because, for the most part, that information they were giving was just a bunch of opinionated crap, especially the things they said about dog training and dog trainers. 
they really had no facts, and it was very obvious they knew very little about dogs and behavior. The one thing they did talk about was the way dogs remember compared to the way we remember, and it piqued my interest. They brought up two categories of memory that could be related to the way dogs remember things. If you've listened to many of my shows in the past, you know that I'm of the belief that dogs do not analyze. They are reactive. I also say to many clients that dogs think in if-then statements. If I put my butt on the ground when my owner says that word, then I will get a treat or a pet on the head. Sort of like that. In the show, they talked about semantic memory and episodic memory. When comparing how humans remember things compared to how dogs remember things. It got me very interested in this topic and I started researching these categories on my own so that I would not have to quote from this show. Also, I wanted to be able to explain things to you in my own way of teaching. Now, according to Google, semantic memory is a category of long-term memory that involves recollection of ideas, concepts, and facts commonly regarded as general knowledge. For example, the semantic memory in a human would be factual information like knowing your ABCs, um, understanding grammar, or maybe even basic math. Also, according to Google, episodic memory is a category of long-term memory that involves the recollection of specific events, situations, and experiences. And again, examples for humans would be your first date, a particularly fun party that you enjoyed, or your nephew's state competition in the long jump. Oh, wait, that was my specific memory. Great job, Nathan. There are a few other categories as well. In my research, I also saw the category of implicit memory, which is a type of memories that you do not consciously recall, such as riding a bike or learning to walk. And then there's also explicit memory, which is a type of memories that you will remember after consciously thinking about them, like the name of a past dog or maybe your phone number. Now, in my research, I found that semantic and episodic memory are subcategories of explicit memory. And why is this important? Because when I'm teaching a dog lover to train their dog, they need to know how their dog is remembering these things that they are teaching so that they continue, can continue to reinforce those good choices, correct those bad choices, and communicate better all the way around. We talked about examples of these memories of or categories of memories and how they work with humans. So let's now talk about how these categories work with your dog. Dogs do have long-term memory. I know this because I have worked with dogs that were trained many years prior with little to no reinforcement of that training. And when I was really consistent with that dog, they would do all of the commands they were taught those many years ago. Reminds me of a story. I uh, walked into a home where they had called me. I now was training on my own, but like I've said in the past, I worked two years for another company, um, learning how to train dogs. And when I went into the home, they were telling me the names of the dogs, and I started to realize something was very familiar about this situation. So I asked them who they had trained with before, because they had told me that they trained with a couple trainers, but 
those trainers didn't do their job and you know, blah, blah, blah. So I look at them and then I remember I was actually the one when I worked with the other company that trained these two little Maltese. And so I said, well, let me see. And they said it had been, I don't know, like eight or seven, eight or nine years ago. I picked up the leash. I started working with the dogs. And within five minutes, the dogs did all of the commands that they had been trained to do. I looked at the people and I said, there's nothing wrong with your dogs. They're very well trained. And ended up leaving, <laughs> not getting them as a client. So it's just one of those things where I got it. The dogs totally remembered, even after a few years, or many years of not being worked with or trained, and they were definitely not reinforcing the training, that the dogs did still remember what they were trained. Now, semantic memory for a dog, I believe, and again, this is totally my opinion, is the main way a dog uses her long-term memory. They live in general knowledge, or as I said earlier, if-then statements. If my owner gets out of bed first thing in the morning, then he will let me out and then feed me. Most of the behaviors that your dog exhibits come from consistent reactions from you. Most times, you are reinforcing behaviors you don't want just by giving them attention. And this is how your dog remembers that this is how she should behave. If your dog barks at the neighbor, and if you yell no over and over and over, yet you never really make your dog stop, you are now reinforcing the barking. If I bark at that guy over there, then my owner will bark along with me. My belief on how episodic memory works would be extreme experiences that create a large reaction from your dog. For example, if that loud boom happens and your dog freaks out, they usually will get attention in that moment. That will, as well, reinforce freaking out at every loud boom. Fireworks, thunder, sounds from the TV. I also think that highly corrective incidents are episodic for a dog as well, such as that shock they get if they try to pass the invisible boundary in the yard. They learn that that boundary is there very quickly. Knowing how your dog reacts in certain situations and then reinforcing those good reactions with pleasing and loving attention in that moment will be burning those good choices into your dog's memory. Yes, treats do that as well. But using a treat every time in every one of those situations begins to create an expectation from your dog. And your dog may not make that choice to do those good things on down the road unless you've presented that treat ahead of time. That is the expectation. It also means that you have to know what you want in every situation. Most of the time, you, the dog lover, just react to those behaviors and that you don't like or you don't want. As a matter of fact, when I'm first working with a client on behaviors, they will typically wait until the dog does the bad behavior before giving any feedback. Even with the dog making great choices up until the moment they didn't make the great choice. The owner does not even see those good choices because of the anticipation of the bad choice. Then the bad choice is the only thing that gets attention. And the dog starts to remember that if she gets attention for that behavior, 
even if it's bad attention. So, I hope you can see your dog's memories are based on your actions and reactions, especially in the moment that your dog makes a choice or has a reaction to something. Dogs make choices all the time, and they are looking to you to see how to react in those situations. If your dog is truly a part of your family, they understand that you are the one that make the decisions on how they are to behave. This does not mean they will not ever test those boundaries you may have set, but if you are inconsistent on how you respond every time, pleasing attention for the good choices, corrective attention for the bad choices, then your dog will test those boundaries less and less. So in summary, today we talked about the fact that your dogs do remember. You discovered two different categories of long-term memory, semantic and episodic memories. You also learned that how you react in the moments your dog makes a choice is how they will remember how to behave. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog. <laughs> <laughs>